Welcome to Living the Dream Outdoors, the official podcast of Living the Dream Outdoor Properties. We live by the motto, it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. And we live the outdoor lifestyle every day. Whether you're a landowner or dreaming of joining the ranks of those closest to the earth, we're your brothers and sisters of the outdoors. We hunt, we fish, we're stewards of the land, and our Living the Dream team will show you the way to enjoying the land and all the outdoor pursuits it has to offer. Here's your host, Bill Cooper. Wow. I'm talking about Lake Washington, Mississippi again. I hope you're not getting tired of hearing this because I know I'm not. Uh, I've been down here two weekends in a row, and I traveled all the way from the Missouri Ozarks, but I came down one weekend for a media camp that was held uh, here on Lake Washington. There were eight or ten riders from across the country that came in, and, well, we kind of did a media blitz here. But I'm back again uh, just a day or so ago with, Took care of, uh, boy, working on uh, a, a Big Mama Crappie and Bass Tournament. Big Mama Crappie Bass Tournament a- annual. This was the 19th year for it, Bill. And, uh, you know, I, I we knocked it out of the park. There wasn't as many boats as was I, what I was hoping for. I think we ended up with about 30 boats on the crappie side and uh, five boats on the bass side. The winning the winning crappie, crappie was two two six and then it went to two oh two and then two oh one and two and on the bad side it was five five one. A very respectable in both categories. We know the weather's been cold. In fact, uh, the first time I came down, the week been the lake had been frozen over the week before. You, you came you came into the camp on Tuesday, February twenty second, and. The lake just thawed out where boats could get in it at noon <laughs> on Sunday before, so two days, and there was still ice in the trees on Tuesday when y'all went out there fishing. There was ice in the trees, so here we are. You know, yesterday was March the sixth, and you know, you just a few days from you know the week before, the lake was iced over. You know, it was uh, about three inches thick out there. That's hard to imagine. But you know what? They still caught fish. They didn't catch the numbers they wanted to, but they certainly caught some quality fish. I've been extremely impressed with this lake, but I've been more impressed with uh, what's going on here, Mike. And we call you Big Mike because there's a little Mike that works for Mississippi Tourism, and I've become acquainted with him as well. And, boy, you guys are a great combination. But, Mike, I've never seen a small community at a lake, you know, this is a seven thousand acre lake. We got thirty five. Five. five? Okay, yeah. I was stretch, stretching it. We got lakes in in uh, uh, Missouri. You know, the big Truman Reservoir, yeah. Lake of the Ozarks, are just huge, and I love these smaller lakes like this. And this is a small community, and I've been to a lot of events in my lifetime, but I've never seen a community come together like the people around here to support the media event that we held here. Well, it was like everybody wanted to feed us and take care of us, and, and boy, we certainly we deeply appreciated. But I think you guys are beginning to see what the payoff's going to be. Yep. Well, you know, I, I went around. We, we've got to kind of back up a little bit you go back to to 2020 covid killed all events you know indoor outdoor just you know everybody was scared and 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 the government was shutting down all these events and everything and and i mean rightly so but um 
people got tired of being locked down for a year and were looking for things to go. You know, we broke out uh, in in uh, late October or early November and went to the Crappie Expo in Branson and and uh, we we put this thing together. Brad Wayman and I got together uh, up there at the expo and we got to talking and wanting to do the a big crappie camp that we put on and we worked together. We got visit Mississippi involved. We got Washington County uh, tourism involved. And when I went out and started talking to uh, some of the folks around the community, told them what I was doing and they already know what Mike Jones can do. As I'd far say as promote, so if you've been doing it for a couple of decades. Yeah. You know, they already know that, that my heart is, is in tourism and promoting Everything that Lake Washington and Washington County has to offer, not just in fishing, but in everything. So uh, I went, started, you know, started with the lodging, and I had to find out how many people we were talking about. And we filled up my cabins here, and I went to Belmont Plantation and talked to Camille and got her on board with us. And uh, we filled up Belmont, and then I went to Linden Plantation and talked with them. And Beautiful them place. That's there. where I've been staying. I love it. That, that's right. I mean, and, you know, and that I didn't know that they had the shooting range until we went down there in January and, and was setting everything up for when you were going to be coming in. And uh, I got the, you know, I got to see the flyer about the shooting range and, and everything, and I said, wow, you know, this is this is cool. This gives me another another thing to uh to promote with people coming fishing you know we've done hog hunts in the past and just all kinds of different things and i said well you know we can we can make it where you can come in and go you know to the shooting range absolutely and and, 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 and that's what you did oh man it was not ever fun i wish i could have brought my own shotgun you know because it's a little difficult shoot that's my excuse you understand that i I, I got you okay i got you i think i used one of your shotguns a little 20 gauge and you did and i'm a little rusty i I hadn't shot sporting clays in a while but boy it's still just tremendous fun and i was just really impressed i'd I'd never been on a sporting clays range that that good you know because they had so many options that they could do with the machines and uh, boy we just had a blast but i i, I couldn't understand why there's only two riders stayed for that you know because that, that's just a fun opportunity it, but. it it was and and cameron was you know he was willing to do four to six riders and all but uh everybody had to get back to their various different uh things and and you know, you and and Ed Mose were the first two that we uh, you know that we asked, and y'all were the first two. Yes, we want to do it. And uh, well, I had to talk about Ed Mose because he he was pretty good on the range. Yeah, really. You 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 know, he kind of surprised me when you was telling me about you know how many how many clays and all that he shot and everything. And I'm saying, dog. It's pretty. He's pretty rounded. I thought he was an expert fisherman, but sounds like he's an expert shooter. He was pretty shooter. wicked with that shotgun. In <laughs> fact, uh, I always I try if I can to let somebody else go first because I want to see what the bar is going to be. See, yeah. all right, he hit four out of first clays. Now, if he hits that fifth one. I'm not even going to shoot. I'm just going to take <laughs> photographs. <laughs> but what a good time we had. You're great people and everything. But uh, Mike, to continue with your story there about putting this media event together, you know, there's a great lesson here for small communities. And, boy, I just wish every small community had a person like you that, you know, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of dedication, man. And you know that over 20 years. But now was really getting the media involved. 
things are going to happen. And you hit on another major point, the fact of what COVID has done to the outdoor recreation industry. It's absolutely exploded. You know, you couldn't buy a kayak, a cooler. I work for Countdown USA up in the Missouri Ozarks. They ran out of boats to sell, UTVs, ATVs. And it got pretty stressful there for a while. Fortunately, you know, their show room floors and everything are starting to fill back up but there's going to be a huge overflow into this year the outdoor recreation boom is going to continue it is i mean we're getting people calling and saying that you know they want to do these staycations and short vacations and all and what all do we have to offer and what better way for us to shine you know the number two crappie lake in the united states and the top six crappie lakes in the united states will visit mississippi crappie trail as to showing what fishing can, you know, what you have to fish, and then the the extra uh, venues that are around here that to do. Uh, at some point during the stay here, I'm going to take you over to Leland to the Wildlife Museum. And, oh, I'm uh, looking forward to I, it. You know, I want to do a, do a video or something over there, and you meet Billy Johnson. And there's a whole wall dedicated to Lake Washington in the Wildlife Museum. Really? And I didn't even uh, I didn't even know that. The first time I'd ever been in the Wildlife Museum was in January when I took uh, Dan and, and Matt, Dan Dannemuller with Crappie Now Magazine and Matt over there, and they took a bunch of pictures, and I got to walk around. I've I've had times to go, but something always came up. And, and You're a I busy man. Well, I, I am, and, you know, I thank God for that. You know, he, Oh, absolutely. He, he, uh, he kind of leads and directs me where to go and what to do and how to do it, and uh, – Sometimes uh, he lets me kind of take the bull by the horns and sees what I can do with it. And sometimes I do pretty good. Sometimes I have to step back and say, okay, Lord, tell me what I'm doing wrong. Yep. And then we get it. But uh, these these last two weeks and everything in this writer's camp, and that's why I'm committed. You know, I, I done made it plain. I'm I'm on board. I'm going to host this thing for the next five years, but I'm going to host it till now, from now till they put me in the ground because – I love what I do. I believe in what we're doing, and uh, this, uh, you know, this this thing is. Uh, I got to get the word out. Well, we hope you brought some tremendous writers in here, and there's no doubt they're getting the word out. I mean, I've been just trying to absorb all the social media that has. <laughs> we've got comments from all over the country, and people asking, you know, because each of us has our, our own following, you know, and we all write for different venues. So you've pretty well covered an awful lot of the United States already. And I think just this week, uh, I have a newspaper column that goes out to seven, eight uh, newspapers in my part of the world every year. And the first article we hit, hit this week, and uh, probably for the next few weeks, I'm going to have a string of articles about Lake Washington with you know different individuals, so different guides, different fishers. Got to write an article about Jesse James. Jesse James, <laughs> you know that, that young man. Um, you know he, he came here. This was this was eight years for him fishing in Big Mama. And and he won when he brought that big fish up there yesterday. I was sitting back, you know. I kind of let Brian got him to come in and run the run the way in and do what he did. What I always done, and I felt like I needed to step back, and and you know, I wanted to enjoy right. what was going on. Right. And uh, he brought that fish up there, and I looked over in that bucket, and I said, mm-hmm. I can see that number three paddle hanging on his wall. Uh-huh. And uh, I just kind of kept my thoughts and all to my to myself <laughs> right there. And he comes in, and 
and he weighs it and everything. And I don't remember now what it was, but I, I know it was a big fish. Yes. And uh, Brian's over there interviewing him and talking with him. And, I mean, wow. It just, you know, he, he nailed it out the park. And, and we're uh, talking about a kid here who is how old? He's 13 years old. Yeah, we're not talking about a 30-year-old crappie fisherman. This is a young fellow that started, like you said, several years ago competing with adults. That's right. You know, and, and, and I recognized him last week at that media banquet and all that we had so people could, uh, so you guys could spotlight him. You know, here he is, a 13-year-old young man that's been fishing on Lake Washington pretty much all of his life, but he, he fished his first tournament at the age of six. And, and you know, and, he, and, and the story that we tell about him with, with his pole that he won and going and catching a 13, eight-pound bass in Texas, biggest bass. You, you know, most grown bass fishermen, men, never catch one that big oh, in I've their life. Oh, I've never gotten close. Oh, I mean, and, you know, he, he, he goes out here at the age of about eight and catches a 13, eight bass. And, uh, you know, and, and he comes into this big mama tournament every year, Mr. Mike. I'm gonna catch a big one. I'm gonna catch a big one, and he's had every place on the on the placing from first to fourth, and and uh, but he's got three years back to back of being the champion, and wow. and and he he takes that title very seriously, you know, and and giving him that fish at the banquet, and then making him aware of what it you know what it was actually for at the tournament, and all giving him the plaque and making him the the first inductee to the Youth Fisherman of the Year on the Big Mama Crappie Legends. That was incredible. It, it, it was, and, and, you know, his eyeballs lit up bigger <laughs> than, than silver dollars. And oh, I'm, absolutely. You know, and uh, uh, I, I haven't talked to his dad yet. I've seen, we've texted back and forth and, and seen comments and stuff on Facebook. But my whole thing is I, I love my kids because that's our future. Absolutely, you know, they're they're our future leaders. They're our future for protectors, and they're they're what's going. What we teach them is what they're going to teach their their offspring. You're exactly right, Mike. And I got to hand it to you. You and your crew down here just. I mean, I've been super impressed. In fact, you and I had a little ride. We did. <laughs> we, we we had a a fine ride. <laughs> we did. We did. Uh, Discuss some life issues, but you dropped a comment there. <laughs> anyway, you can come back next weekend. I'm thinking, man, that's impossible. But that was Bill Cooper talking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Things kind of worked out. Of course, I talked to my good buddy, Cody Lucas, who we're just new working together. And I was asked by Living the Dream Outdoor Property to start this podcast first year. They approached me about a TV show. And, you know, I'm almost 72 years old. I, I, uh, gratefully declined. I said, you know, I'm not into climbing trees anymore and some of this crazy stuff that young fellows do, but I, I know a guy that will do that. I know a guy, you know. And Cody had been on the podcast some with me, and I, I got a hold of Cody, and he's it's just been his dream to be able to do a TV show. Now, he had his own for a couple, three years in cable, and I've watched him, and I've never f found one thing that I could criticize him about other than, boy, he never stops talking. But you know what? He's got a lot to talk about, and he's a jolly character. And I'm telling him about it down here and how warm the people were and everything and good old southern hospitality, and his eyes are starting to get big. I said, Cody, Lucas, you're not going to believe what I've got for you. 
there's a gentleman down there that I swear you're going to want to be just like him when you grow up. And when he got here and I got the two of you together, you were laughing and joking about it. The resemblance between you two. Yeah, I, I I told a few people. I said, "This is my brother from another mother." We, <laughs> we, we, you, you look at us, and we both, you know, we, we're very similar, and 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 all, and we both have a heart big as gold, and you do, and, and you know, the personality that goes out, and you know, me and him hit it off just right off I, the bat. I, I knew you would, and, and so he just jumped on the opportunity, and he had to do a little moving and shaking at work to be able to get the Friday off to uh, to make it down here. But Cody, you know, is as talented as he is, the big talker he is, and all that sort of thing. He's still not one just just to blow people away with me, 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 that sort of thing, you know. So we were at the dinner the other night, and you had your local band. What's their name again? Smoking Guns. Smoking Guns. And boy, were, are they ever a bunch of fun. We're sitting there waiting on our dinner to come, and Cody, boy, he's, he, I mean, he's got his eye on those guys. He's watching every move they make, and I kind of leaned over. Cody, I said, just get up and walk up there and walk right up in the middle of them boys. They, they'll let you sing. Oh, I can't do that, you know. I said, oh, yes, you can. Now a little talk with Mike Jones, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we coached Cody into getting up there, and people just loved him. He, he's a natural born entertainer. And I said, now you just learned another lesson, son. You need to tie the two together, your natural singing, musical talents, and tie it into the outdoor situation. I said, hey, even if it only works in Mississippi, it'll be good. Yeah, well, he, you know, he is a very talented young man, and, and he got up there and sung those Merle Haggard songs, and, you know, that's what I growed up on, and I, and you, and he grew right. up on, and, I mean, he nailed it out the park, and, and a lot of people that uh was up there at the – at the banquet and all that night and heard him and, and a lot of people wanted to listen to him sing yesterday but the, you know things was just oh yeah we were, we were winding down and and it had been a long day and i said well i don't know if he's gonna get up there or not but uh i said you know he's he's gonna be coming back and, and also um yeah i yeah i'd work something out with him so you can get a little more out of him next time this was kind of impromptu you don't I surprised him just a little bit. I probably embarrassed him a little bit, but I didn't care because I knew what he could do. I don't and think I, you can embarrass Cody Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> but he just fell right in with the guys of the band there, and they had a great time together, provided some great entertainment. And, Mike, I, I tell you, again, it was just a fabulous, fabulous event that you held here. And I mentioned in a program previous to this one, but, Man, did it ever get me the morning when the the uh, fishing tournament started and there was a color guard come down off the parking lot, down the steps of the dock, and went right out on the dock. That was amazing, wasn't it? Oh, that, beautiful, that beautiful sunrise coming up in the east and uh, that military, you know, group of gentlemen coming out there and bringing old glory and, and, and marching out there across that pier. I, I was out there and got to watch them come down and, you know, um, to to see that flag flying and and the and the sunrise coming up, and and it just it just took you to a to a special place. It did. It's by far the grandest beginning I have ever seen to any fishing well, tournament, Mississippi I, style. Yep. I'm uh, I've I've never done the color guard like that at a, at, at the tournament. Now I've I've always done the national anthem at my my tournaments or my events that we host and and we have a prayer and all i've always been a stickler for that but i called uh i called my buddy colonel ginn 
who's over the guard in Mississippi and told him what I needed. He put me in touch with Lieutenant Colonel Chris Clark, which is over the battalion and everything for the National Guard up in this district. And I told him what I wanted to do, and and he told me, he said, you know, this is amazing what you're what you're wanting to do. And I said, yes, sir. I, I said, I want to knock it out the park or out the, out the Coliseum. And uh, he said, well, I'm going to help you. I'm going to see what we can do. So he got me the color guard down here, and we practiced it a little bit on Friday and showed, you know, told him what I wanted to do and then what we did at the opening of the, the weigh-in and everything. And um, what well, we said it, and once the video started hitting Facebook and everything, people started calling and texting and, and uh, telling me how appreciative they were of what we did. And I said, this is what my goal is out of this tournament and doing what we're doing. I said, from now on, th- this is it. We're going we're gonna to have the color guard. It's just going to get bigger and better. But what I hope to see is this state and this country looks at this little small community down here on Lake Washington and what we did with that event, you know, Take it and transfer it back to these big coliseums and the big racetracks and you Absolutely. know where the, where the ball fields and everything are. I'm gonna do what it takes if it means giving my last breath to do it. And this is one thing that we're gonna do. Well, you've provided one of the finest examples I have ever seen. And man, was it ever an honor and a pleasure to be involved in it, Mike. And and boy, you know. The guys that come here as outdoor communicators, they're going to be very supportive. And you may have a problem in the future dealing with all of them. They may be somebody up for the cup. I've already heard that there's a bunch of people that want to be invited to the next writer's camp. And uh, we're, we're going we're gonna to sit down. I'm, I'm already planning. I've, I've mm-hmm. got things going. We're adding a, 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 a tournament, a fishing tournament on that. We're adding a, an ex, a, a, a expo or, or trade show on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and I'm wow. going to make sure that we got, you know, trips and all going to the Wildlife Museum and, and other venues where people can come. It's going to be about the great outdoors. And anybody that wants to be a part of that or be a sponsor or, or any part of it whatsoever, you contact me, Mike Jones, 662-822-2087, and I'll get you on the list and uh, – be you know, be prepared. It, it's going to be a big deal, and 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 we're going to make it happen. Oh, I have no doubt about that, Mike. And uh, again, I've just been flabbergasted at what I've experienced here. And I know Brad Wigman, you know, who's a great promoter himself, and invited me down. And Brad knows writers and outdoor communicators all over the country. And I guarantee you, there's a man that's going to bring quality outdoor communicators here. And unfortunately, you can't bring them all at once, you know. You, so you rotate can. those guys because we all have different venues and. I hope you don't start any fights among us, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh we we might have to we might have to come up with some kind of award, uh that crappie award that I give away, you know, to, to special uh to special folks. Uh, yeah. you know, yeah. we, we, we might have to we might have to have a an award like that right there who who comes up with the best story and and, and coverage wow. of uh you of bet. things and and for the 2022 deal we we may have to just see see who out of the first year gets 
gets nominated and, and, and wins the award. Well, I tell you, that can be some tough choices because there were some real talents here, and I was so impressed with the young talents. Uh, Brandon Jennings just blew me out of the water. I did a podcast with him, and that young man broke out a portfolio yeah. of things that he had done, all the volunteer work. He'd done so much for a young fellow, early 40s, I think, but... Man, that just got me. I never seen anybody do that. Well, lo and behold, the next podcast I, I did was with uh, Little Mike Jones from Mississippi Tourism. And after the podcast, we were talking, you know, and lo and behold, he needed somebody to do some video work around Mississippi. I showed him that portfolio, and I said, you know what? If I was in the position, uh, outdoor product company or whatever, and I was looking for a young man to start, bingo, right there. Yep. Guess what? He's working for the state. Some. <laughs> yeah, now, he, now and, that happened because of this camp. That's right. And, Another and, spinoff. That's right. And and you know, Michael, little Mike or Michael, yeah, for a visit Mississippi. We we had a we had a two hour uh, conversation and stuff on Wednesday between breakfast and lunch, and we talked, and I talked about Brandon and and all, and and I'm so thankful to have Brandon. You know, across the river. I mean, he's a couple hours away, but you know, we've known each other, and 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 he when he came uh, about a week and a half before the camp and all, he came up to talk with me, him and his daughter, and we were talking, and he said, you know, uh, I met you years ago, and and I was up here for a tournament and all, and he said, I wanted to, I wanted to be just like you, and and I said, what do you mean just like me? And he said. I wanted to. I want to be an ambassador for Louisiana, like you're an ambassador for Mississippi, and and do the things that you do. And I, I mean, that touched my heart. I was Absolutely. honored that Absolutely. you know this young man right here, and he's he's surpassed me as far as the video capability. Oh, and, he's very talented. You know, I've been super impressed with the stuff. Yep. In, in fact, I think, man, that young fellow needs needs to have a little course here and teach some of us old guys. So we got a chance to 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 keep up with him. Well, you know? that's never going to happen. But <laughs> but to know a little more than we know, you yeah. know. I mean, he 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 comes. I mean, I seen him when he come down here. I, I seen what he had when he did the 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 videos and stuff during the week of the camp. But then he busted out here at the you know Thursday, Friday, and Saturday with all these different kinds of cameras and and everything and, and and taking videos and interviews with people and all and traveling and going and he he's he's got it he's he's got the same passion about we gotta we gotta spread the word about the venues that are here the lodging the exactly. food the the places to go he took that map that i have that the beautification committee uh-huh. put together for lake washington beautification about sites around the lake and i and i pointed out i said now you can tie this in with fishing. I said, I marked, highlighted different places on that map. I said, you can use that right there and say, look here. When you're fishing, this is out where the, this is this is south of the the glass house. This is where the deep water is. Or you can use the Linden Plantation on the east bank. This is as out in the middle. As a marker. Yeah. I said, you know, you can you can do all this. I said, the, the, uh, the Sydney Law House, it's over across from uh, Roy's store, I said, that mansion, that's where the cut grass is. And at this time of year, all the way to the end of May, fishing in that cut grass, those crappie are in there spawning and working in bass. I said, man, 
utilize that right there. Put it in, you know, put it in your report. He said, I'm going to go check this out. And he come back and he said, man, you were right. I said, that's right. You know, you're, you're doing something. You're taking this thing to the next level with the, the talent that you have. Well, passion and talent. Exactly. And there's a young man. I guarantee you that we're going to hear a whole lot about across the nation in the next few years. Uh, he's going to be the next Paul Lott like Mississippi outdoors. And I don't know if you ever had the opportunity. I did not. Paul Lott was a, he was an outdoors and, and an outdoors writer and promoter and everything. And, uh, I got a chance to meet him a couple of times, very fine man. And, and I mean, he has done a lot for Mississippi outdoors and the, the nation's outdoors. And, uh, he passed away a few years ago and, uh, you know, I kind of looked up to him. He, he used to have a TV show that was kind of like Andy Griffin, you know, Andy <laughs> oh, yeah. and Opie walking down the road oh, yeah. whistling and all. Well, Paul Paul Lott had a TV show where it was him, and and I forget the other man. I met him, too, and a dog named Blue, and they, and they sang, I had an old dog, and his name was Blue. Uh-huh. You know, that they went walking down the, 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 the dirt road or the turn road, going to the woods to squirrel hunt or, or coon hunt or whatever. And, uh, you know, I, I've always looked up to Paul Ott, and, and I admired what he did, and, and I thought, wow, you know, I want to grow up and do that. Yep, great and, things. You've got a young man that's on the way to yep, doing that. Yep. Well, Big Mike, man, all great things come to an end. It does. It does. <laughs> well, you haven't said too much about yourself, but, you know, Baiting things that's right here on the banks. We're looking out across cypress trees right here, right out your window in the bait store. And great place to come down and jump off into all these things in Washington County. So, again, how do people get a hold of you? And you've got RV park and cabins here as well as the bait shop. We have, we have Southern Star 1 and Southern Star 2. Southern Star 1 has 18 RV sites, full hookups. 50, 30 and 50 amp full hookup. Then we have down here at Southern, and we also have a three-bedroom, two-bath mobile home there that we rent out by the night. Southern Star 2 here at 1940 Lake Washington Road East in Chatham. That location has 28 RV sites, full hookups. We only have about six 50 amp services right now, but we're, we're fixing to be converting some. We've got six cabins, one brand-new cabin that we just finished – for the big mama here and uh the base stores here we've got the what used to be the pavilion is enclosed as a shed and all and we're got a we're going to put out a pole barn over the slab and get our pavilion back because that's where the entertainment and stuff takes place but we done so well with it this weekend out here the way i had it set up and and i kind of like the way that was i i'm i may uh i may change my mind on that but you know all you got to do is give me a call at 662-822-2087, and uh, I'll, I can get you booked up. We can take care of you if you need a guide. We can take care of getting you to and from the airport if you need to. We can find you a location. If I don't have a place for you to stay, I got access to all these places that, you know, we, we help promote, and we can get, you know, get a place for folks to, to lodge and what have you. Uh, if you want to go shooting you know, sport clays. We can we can set that up for you. We can set you up on a on a different a hog hunt or squirrel hunt or whatever. I mean, all you gotta do is tell me what you'd like to do. Give me your bucket list, and uh, I'll make it happen. You bet you will. I've I've, I've seen 
what you can do, Mike. <laughs> Greatly appreciate you, man. And you know, this is living the dream outdoors. You can come to Mississippi and live the dream. Well, ever since I met you, my new motto is, when people ask me how I'm doing, I'm living the dream and loving every minute. Hey, you said it. There you go. I'm Bill Cooper, and this has been Living the Dream Outdoors. Hey, and we encourage you, man, make some effort. Live your outdoor dreams. The Living the Dream Outdoors podcast is brought to you by Cowtown USA, Alps Outdoors, Cardiac Mountain Outfitters, The Fly Rod Journals, Westover Farms, Scenic Rivers Taxidermy, and Living the Dream Outdoor Properties. Land ownership is the American dream. Land is the basis of all life. Our wise use of this most precious of resources ensures the survival and growth of free institutions and our American way of life. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we value the traditions and freedoms that land provides us. Every day we seek the solace of a mountain sunrise over traffic jams and smog the calming silence of a bubbling stream over the sirens of the city, and the quiet of the countryside over the hustle and bustle of the world. We hunt, we fish, we farm. We live off the land. It's our mission to help our clients live out their dreams on the land as we do. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we believe that it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. Join us five days a week on Living the Dream Outdoor Podcast, as the Living the Dream Outdoor Dream Team explores the most desired outdoor properties in the Midwest and whisks you away to incredible hunting, fishing, and outdoor recreation opportunities. Host Bill Cooper, an inductee of the National Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame, will be joined by members of the Living the Dream Outdoors team each week as they tell tall tales, unveil tips and tactics, and rub elbows with some of the biggest names in the outdoor world. You'll also find the Living the Dream Outdoors podcast on your favorite social media platforms, including Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok.